0: Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of A Slut With Morals. I'm your host, Ruby May. If you're new here and want to follow me on any social media, all you have to do is type in A Slut With Morals on your favorite search engine. Or just click the link in the description below to follow me on any and every social media platform. Yes, including TikTok. I am currently taking a small hiatus from social media. I have a lot of things going on in my personal life. And one thing I do have to take care of is my own mental health. So I will be back shortly. I just need to figure some things out and refocus. But one thing I do love doing is podcasting. I promise the only hiatus I'll be taking from making these episodes is in between seasons. And that's just so I can come back each time better than the last season. Last week, I answered your questions and this week you guys answered mine. I was recently dating someone that was CFBC, which is the acronym for Child Free By Choice. He has bipolar schizophrenia disorder, and he felt he did not want to possibly pass down this treat to someone else, yet he did not mind dating a woman with children. He just didn't want children of his own. I absolutely respect that. He never once pushed to meet my children, although he did ask questions, but he always said, if you're uncomfortable answering, please don't. I know sometimes parents feel weird about it, so if you don't want to answer, then don't. Which was actually kind of nice. It showed he not only cared for my feelings, but he genuinely cared about what was going on. I know, very rare, isn't it? But it got me thinking, and it did remind me of when I was dating this guy a few years back, and he kind of kept pushing to meet my kids. It was around this time too actually but I'm gonna call him Jacob and because of Jacob I won't let anyone meet my kids ever again well I said ever not never right when the right one comes along I'll know back to Jacob he lived down in Houston and I live up here in Dallas Texas but Ruby I thought you didn't do long distance I know and this is the reason why He was also 42 and I had just turned 26. So Jacob and I were friends for a few years and he knew I was a mom way before I was a single mom, you know, like he, like way before we were dating. Then about two to three months after we began dating, he kind of started pushing to meet the kids. And I guess because we had already known each other for quite some time, it just kind of made sense, you know, but once again, trust your gut, always go with your gut on this, you guys. So... He got us an Airbnb the weekend after Thanksgiving, which happened to be my youngest daughter's birthday weekend, and we went to San Antonio. And we just kind of had like a small family vacation together. You know, I know, I know, Ruby, I thought you never let anyone meet your kids. I don't, for this reason alone. Everything that could go wrong totally and completely went wrong on this vacay. My youngest got car sick. Matt kept feeding my oldest to the point she overate and threw everything up later on that evening. But I thought he took it like a champ, you know? I mean he was he was like a big kid too. He was running around, having nerf gun fights with them, teaching them things, and just having fun cooking with them. Like it was awesome. Two weeks later, we're making plans for me to come down to Houston for Christmas. Well, actually, I was supposed to meet his parents. And he kept insinuating for it to just be me. And I said, it's Christmas. Like, I'm not leaving my kids. My kids and I were at Walmart with my cousin and her kiddo. And he sends me this text message over Facebook Messenger and breaks up with me, blaming it on, well, he said, there's a reason I'm 43 years old with no kids and divorced. I'm not meant to be a dad and I don't want to be a stepdad fuck you dude like fuck you so hard I was in front of my kids with my cousin and her kiddo and my cousin just saw my face drop and my eyes tear up and she's like what happened and I show her the text and she grabbed my kids and her kiddo put them into the cart and said I'll be in the next aisle get it together join us and I said yes ma'am I will I think that on a parent level it's so much worse when you can't break down in front of your kids not only because they're doing something that you know they're super happy about and they really don't deserve to see you unhappy because someone rejected you for having them like i mean you can but i honestly i really didn't feel like getting kicked out of walmart for going batshit crazy on like a wooden santa or something anyway The only thing I said before blocking Matt was, you know, like I responded to him by saying, "Do me a favor, and never date a single mom again." Blocked, like immediately blocked after that. So yeah, that situationship definitely taught me a lot. But honestly, I think meeting the kids when everything is going topsy turvy is the best time to meet the kids. It's like you really know what you're going to get yourself into, you know. I remember watching this youtube video one time this was a a few years back before tiktok became super widely known and this woman who was widowed with four kids finally went on a first date after a while he kept asking when can i meet your kids will i ever be able to meet them she felt really like unsure because this was the first man she dated since her husband had died then after they were dating for like roughly eight months she calls him one night and said hey you want to meet the kids this is the night to meet them hell had broken loose and i needed help he ran over to her house with pepto anti-acids pedialyte waters because all four kids were puking had diarrhea they had this like horrible stomach bug one right after the other he gets over to her place and there was puke on the floor the walls the toilets it was a biological war zone honestly and finally it was her turn She ended up getting so sick and dehydrated, running after her kids and trying not to puke and, you know, that she ended up just being bedridden for two days and he stayed the entire time. He helped clean. He helped keep all of them hydrated. He helped. He stayed. And his love for her was so great. He was exactly who she needed him to be, a friend and a battle buddy. And now they've been married for like over 10 years and they added on so now they all have like seven kids all together crazy i know but here's the thing kids puke adults puke it happens the guy i was recently dating (laughs) he had puked and i cleaned the toilet because he had missed some when he had cleaned it he was so embarrassed and i told him like hey not only am i a mom but i'm in the medical field you literally can't do anything that will gross me out nothing Except mucus, like that's, that's gross. I can't fucking stand snot, I don't know why. He laughed and he was like, yeah, too true. So you can meet the kids on the best day ever, right? Nothing goes wrong, the sky is blue, everyone is on their best behavior, sure, fine, whatever. But it only takes time for them to show the little hellion ways. You know, kids are just that, they're little beasties. I tell my kids that all the time. I actually call them sassholes. Why? My oldest has a smart mouth and my youngest is just super energetic. Normally, like a normal four-year-old. They're laid back, but sometimes they just have their days, you know? But getting back to today's timeline. I asked you all during the weekend, what are the do's and don'ts of dating a parent? I will say you all pretty much said the same thing Um, I had over 200 responses and I kind of accumulated them into uh, a few that were, I mean, we all pretty much just said the same thing. We all think the same thing, right? So, here we go. Do understand the child will come before you and respect that. Okay, I do have something to say here about that and that's if you are dating someone that is constantly like making you a priority so they don't lose you, check that. Nobody should ever be putting someone else before their kids. Yes, if you're married, you should put each other first. But honestly, when I have dated a single father or a dad in general and it seems like they don't really care about their kid, I move on. I'm not going to put myself in front of their children or their child just because I have my own child. And I'm not gonna be selfish of their time like that, you know? Like I think that if if you are consistently just like, eh, whatever, my kids, fuck off. You know? Like, I'm I'm gonna be super weary of that because what makes you think that you're not gonna be like that towards my children? I think it's a very selfish thing to do to be like that towards your own kids because they want to be with their parent. You know, they want to be with their mommy. They want to be with their daddy when they're with them. So yeah, be super, super weary of that. Be like, yeah, super weary of that. Also, I don't remember if you guys remember when I spoke about Motorcycle Gordon, he had me meet his kids like on the second date. And I was like, why did you invite me over? Because he had twin girls. And I was like, why did you invite me over when you had your daughters over? Not only that, but you're like literally trying to do me while they're sleeping in the crib next to us. Like just super fucking just yeah, that that did not last long whatsoever. That was so fucking weird. Like I get it. Like if they have their own room and then me and you are like, you know, in your room. Or in the living room or whatever, but they were still awake. He was like giving them melatonin so that they could fucking go to sleep. And I'm like, you know, I could just come back another time. Like, we don't have to do this right now. And then he fucking exploded. Um, and he was like, Oh, you just don't like my parenting style, you think I'm a bad dad? And in the back of my head I was like, Yeah, absolutely. Like you're being fucking weird, dude. But at the same time, you know, like I just went no it's just you have your kids i thought we were gonna go out you know riding cruising on your motorcycle and we can't so you know you deal with your kids be with your kids and i'll go home and i'll rest you know so yeah like be weary of both like someone that makes you meet their kids literally the second third date that's probably a huge no and his whole excuse of me meeting his kids on the second date was oh well if if this doesn't work out they won't remember you because they're little they're only two huge red flag you guys do you know what that that was that was like narcissistic at its best like that if someone says that type of stuff to you just fucking go ahead and move on all right just fyi Do, help with the little things as often as you can. Parents get tired too, and if you can take just one small thing off their list of things to do, please do so. Do, slowly introduce over the course of time one another. Do, slowly introduce over the course of time one another to each other's kids, and then the kids to each other's kids. Smart, I like that one. Do, introduce in a mutual common ground park or public space. Smart. That's actually really smart. Do. Once you meet the kids, sit down and talk about regulations like bedtimes, dinner bath bathtimes, etc. Do. Understand a parent will nap when and if they can. They are not cheating. They're fucking sleeping. I laughed so hard at this one. I was like, yeah, I can sleep for like 10 hours when I can. One time when my kids were with their dad, I think I took like three naps that day. Like, they were out the entire day, and I fucking slept. Like, I woke up, I would do whatever I had to do, go to the bathroom, and then, boom, I just passed out to another World War II documentary that I was watching, probably. Do understand that sometimes it's not the parent that's not ready to meet you. Sometimes it's the kids, or the kid. That one, that one right there, that's very true. Take your child's feeling into consideration. They're also moving on from whatever and sometimes they're just not ready and that's okay. Do be mindful of the parents' time. Kids have extracurricular activities, homework we got to help with, projects, bath times, bedtimes, etc. That's also very true. Do someone said with <laughs> someone said this with all caps. Communicate, communicate, communicate. If you're going to be late, if the babysitter cancels at the last minute, if something goes wrong, It's sometimes beyond our control. We are sorry. And this one actually coincides with this next one. Do. Be understanding. If they have to cancel last minute or reschedule due to parent obligations, support them. Don't add to their stress. They already feel bad, which is very true. Like, every time I have to reschedule or push something back, I I feel terrible, honestly. Like, I just feel like I'm not good enough. You know, like, they deserve more. They deserve better. They deserve someone that can give them, you know, your full attention, then it's pretty depressing sometimes, you know? Do, ask about the legalities of the children, such as when does the other parent have them? Establish ground rules and respect them, especially if they're legal ones. I'm nodding my head, that's so true. Do, understand it takes a different amount of time for you to meet the kids. It's different for everyone. Some say six months, could be shorter, could be longer. And this next one, this next little piece of advice is mine. Do understand that when you're dating a parent, if they really like you, they will absolutely make time for you. No, you may not be the first priority every time, but you are on their list of priorities. Not only that, but once the kids are away at school or asleep or with grandparents or their other parent, you will absolutely be a priority take advantage of that. Also, I will say this to moms and dads out there that are beginning to date or thinking of bringing someone around your kids. Run a background check. You can legit do this for $1 on a lot of sites. First name, last name, you can see everything, any arrest records, and if they've ever been arrested for sex offender related activity. Please do this. Remember that sexual abuse is not biased. And we need to not only keep our daughters safe, but our little boys. Don't let your son be the one out of every 53 boys to be raped or molested. And now, the list of don'ts. So many of you said this one. Don't. Pressure or push to meet the kids. It's weird. Gives creepy pedo vibes. Yep. Don't. Introduce your kids until the time is right for all three. You the person you're dating, and the children. Don't. Get mad when they choose their kids' sporting events over a night at the bar with you. Yeah, I gotta say, high school football games were really fucking cool. Like, it just brings back memories, you know, of my old cheerleading days. Don't. Try to replace the parent they lost or is absent. You're their bonus parent. Don't. Be selfish with the parent's time. They're already pretty stretched themselves. Don't ignore the child or children. Try to include them as well. The parent is a package deal. Don't meet the kiddos until you yourself are sure you're ready to meet the children. Don't take on the responsibility of someone else's kids, such as picking them up from school, practice, etc. until all ground rules have been established. Don't. Assume that just because things are going well, that their kids will now be your responsibility. And parents, your kids are still your kids. Yes, sometimes we need a break, but you are still the parent. Don't just sit back and let this person that you just started getting to know go ahead and start assuming position of parent. Do. Now, if you are included in the child's life and possibly living with the parent and child, establish what is and is not okay when it comes to discipline this includes timeouts and grounding the child and the reasons for grounding the child okay let's not get abusive and parents this one is for us don't introduce your kids to part-time people this includes friends if you haven't known this person for very long don't start having them over your house around your kids all the time always be on guard when it comes to people you haven't known very long remember most child abductions are from people we know ourselves. And this one is for men. One Instagram user said, I've had to set boundaries because my partner started mother henning me and treating me like a child as well. Do not allow that to happen. Now, and I, and I fully agree with that. I, I 110% agree with that. You are a partner. You are not an extra kiddo that we should be worried about you all the time. You're the partner, you're a friend be that and let them be that now I did have a very close-minded someone say if you're a single parent you should just be a parent you shouldn't be dating you should be worrying about your kid I'll say this my mom never told me when she was dating someone ever my mom was single until from the time that I was three years old until I was 15 The one man that she did bring around, she ended up marrying. And now they've been together for 12 years. I believe they've been married 12 years. And I have to say this. When you become a parent, you should never lose your own identity. I lost myself when I became a wife and a mother. I never listened to my music around my kids. I was like, no, kids should only listen to happy, non-heavy metal music with badass melodies no they should only listen to disney and the top 40 guys have you listened to the top 40 it's fucking like most of the music is about getting your cheeks clapped you know what i mean or fucking even female rappers are just like talking about their vaginas it's like okay um so i'm gonna put on this song about how how life is hard but you know you're gonna get through it because that's honestly what rock music is so yeah Sorry I'm blasting my super heavy screamo metal music, but um, kind of a lot better than you listening to a catchy song about getting your pussy ate, you know, in front of a 10-year-old. Anyway, just my opinion. <sighs> I had conformed so much to what everyone else thought I should be when I became a parent, you know? I I lost myself. Conformed, like I said what everyone else thought I should be, that I was honestly so dead inside. I wanted to die every day. I caused more harm than good being the perfect PTA Disney soccer mom that was overly worried about everything and everyone and what everyone thought about me all the fucking time. Than I have now as a mom that's pretty fucking laid back. You know, my oldest, she shows me anime and new music and I let her watch true crime with me and have taught her that, yes, women can also be very dangerous. For Columbus Day, I taught my kiddo what they don't teach in school, that it was complete chaos and genocide of the indigenous people. I also told her about all of the findings of the mass graves of indigenous children. When she talked about Thanksgiving Day, I told her all about how the Protestants were, and I told her about Salem and the witches trials, and You know, I also taught her again. It was about genocide. Why? Why am I teaching these kids this? Right? That's what you're saying. Like, why? Why are you teaching your kids about murder? Mm. Because you, as a parent, are responsible for showing and teaching your kids how the world really works. Or they're gonna graduate high school completely sheltered and be fucking blindsided by everyone and everything that's different. My now four-year-old loves to rock out and dance to Avenged Sevenfold and can probably sing you any Avenged Sevenfold or Metallica song if you asked her to. I embraced my weirdness. You guys, I embraced my weird and my kids embraced mine and theirs as well. They love my tattoos and we're all extremely close. My oldest isn't afraid to open up to me and talk to me about what's going on with school and her friends. Now, they also do know I'm a parent first and a friend second, which is definitely a boundary you got to have with your kids. Showing your children what you like and what makes you you is as important as teaching them real-world skills and helping them with homework. It shows them that sometimes parents use adult words and cuss. It shows them that not everybody is perfect, that we're all different. And you know what? Showing them that nerdy side of you will make them know it's okay to be different. That they don't have to like everything, every single one of their peers like, teaching them to have their own thoughts, opinions, and ideas, but also respect those around them because we all grow up with different values and different families with different morals, and different cultures in different homes. That makes sense. Sorry, I went on a little rant there. I'm also super iffy though when bringing new friends with kids as playmates because, what if we don't have the same parenting style? You know. While I do understand my kids are laid back and they have their wild moments when their giggle boxes turn on or they get the zoomies and they need to run around because you know what? They're four and ten. They're kids and kids should be kids. I understand that, but other parents are so fucking judgy, bro. Like, y'all ever notice that? A friend of mine yesterday called me and he's a single dad. It's kind of funny, and he was like, "My daughter just bit someone at daycare," <laughs> and he said. I never thought my kid would be the the kid that bites. He goes, I'm so embarrassed. And I laugh so hard. And I'm like, I said, dude, it happens. First, figure out why she bit the kid and go from there. Disciplining your kid means you love them. You're teaching them right from wrong. Or maybe the kid she bit probably fucking had it coming to him. Figure out why and go from there. We're all trying to do the best that we can. There's a lot of parenting books out there, but I think that... We all just kind of learn as it comes, right? We're all just here. We're all just trying to do our best. And, you know, shout out to the single dads out there. I see you. You guys are fucking making a difference. Thanks for stepping up to the plate. Thanks for for being that person for your kids. I hope you all find happiness. Or I hope that you... Don't date some fucking crazy bozo, alright? Anyways, you guys, that's all I have for you today. I'm your host, Ruby May. If you're new here, you can follow me on any social media platform just by googling a slut with morals. Be sure to check out the link below for your Embrace Your Weird merch. Promo codes 83093 gets you 15% off and promo code WEIRD gets you free shipping. I always say, use the one that saves you the most money. I hope I gave you all something to think about and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Okay? Thanks. Love you. Bye.